Welcome to the Chasing Spirituality Podcast. I'm your host, Megan, and I'm so excited that you're joining me today. Each episode is full of heartfelt and expansive content that will really help you expand your consciousness and grow as a person. I created this podcast because I wanted to share my own personal experiences on my spiritual journey, but I also wanted to meet others and have them share what they've been through and how they've gotten to where they are today. If you haven't done so already, it would really mean a lot to me if you could rate and review the podcast. This really helps the podcast grow and reach more people, but it also allows me to get more guests on the show. Now on to today's topic. Welcome to a new episode of Chasing Spirituality. I am super excited to be bringing you with a special guest this week. We are interviewing Carrie Bennett, and we are talking all about light language. Carrie is an energy healer and a medium that uses light language, cards, and crystals to help clients. In her sessions, she channels light codes and messages from guides, higher density beings, galactic beings, angels, you name it, and she can channel it. And this will really help you evolve and heal and transform on your spiritual journey. To learn more about Carrie or work with her, you can visit her website, junipermoonholistic.com. I hope you enjoy this episode. Right. So I have Carrie Bennett with me here today, and I actually came across her when I was listening to another podcast and I just really resonated with what she had to say honestly um I could feel the authenticity in the way that she spoke and I could tell that she was really passionate about the work that she does I also liked hearing about the transition in her journey so I asked her to be a guest on the show so join me in welcoming Carrie to the show hi Megan thanks for having me I am super excited that you're here. I usually like um, to go ahead and start guests off by telling us how you got to where you are today. Yeah, so um, let's see. I've kind of connected to spirit my whole life, although I didn't know that's what I was doing. Um, but to get specific about today, um, around when COVID happened, um, I worked in a laboratory. I was, um, a microbiologist and I was listening to the same podcast that you were talking about earlier. And then, um, I don't know, they were talking about, um, connecting the spirit and things like that. And I'm like, yeah, okay. I've done that. I can do that. That's, that's what I've done my whole life. And then I started thinking, oh, well, I might be a medium or I might be psychic. This is something that's attainable for me. So I started taking classes and then I just so happened to find light language through uh, YouTube, TikTok, things like that. And it super just resonated with me. And um, so then I took some classes um, through... um, what turned out to be my mentor and she just guided me through and um I don't know it just super resonated with me and here I am (laughs) yeah I love that um I think that a lot of times we can look at our journey and we can kind of see um 
throughout our lives, how breadcrumbs were kind of slowly sprinkled, guiding us in certain directions, even if we didn't understand exactly where it was leading us at that time. Will you say that that's the case for you as well? Oh, yes, 100%. Um, when I look back at all the signs that I got, but didn't realize that's what they were and things like that, it was like <laughs> spirit just kind of like, well, what do we have to do? Hit you over the head? So <laughs> <laughs> um, that, that's how it kind of seems. But yeah, they definitely lead you to where you need to be. Um, actually, um, my astrologer that I really resonate with, she always says we're exactly where we need to be. So um, I, it's funny how sometimes, you know, you have to go all the way around to get to a point or you will hit a fork in the road and you might choose the path. Of, I, I never think that you choose the wrong path. I just think you just, it might take you a little bit longer to get to where you were supposed to be. And the detour might lead you to things that you would have never experienced had you not taken the detour but um anyway we end up where we need to be um yeah <laughs> yeah I think uh I, I definitely agree with that I've never I never think that we like you said we never go on the wrong path there's always something that we can learn something that we can gain from that path, even if it's not a direct link to where we're headed. So I 100% agree with that. Um, so I know that you work a lot with light language and um, working um, with clients on using light language. We've never actually discussed light language on my podcast. So can you explain from your perspective, kind of what that is for anyone who's never heard of this, but is um, very interested or fascinated by by that by that uh, word, because I believe that some people hear light language and they're instantly drawn to it, even if they're they're not sure what that is. So, can you kind of uh, give us a overview of what that what that looks like or what that is for you? Absolutely. So, um, it's just a form of channeling, in my opinion. Um, when you said that people might be drawn to it, there was something that made me think I hear a lot of times uh, people comparing it to speaking tongues. Uh, a lot of people, especially here in the South, you've heard of that. Uh, in my opinion, it's not the same. Um, speaking in tongues is something people do, you know, typically in a religious setting. And uh, this it has no, no boundaries. Uh, light language has no boundaries, no religious connotations no um anything like that so basically um uh, channeling light language is you just open up to your guides to beings um off-planet beings um you can connect to even animals have their everybody has their own language um i believe that everything is alive that has to do with the planet even the planet's alive so um, you can connect to Mother Earth that way. So you just open up to spirit, to uh, these other beings, and you just allow them to speak through you um, and to you. And it comes out in a light language. And also, light language um, doesn't always have to be verbal. It can be... Um, um, through drawing, through writing, through dance, through um, 
a lot of times when I do channel, um, you'll see me doing kind of like sign language almost with my hands. Um, it'll, it, there are codes that come in. So sometimes they'll have me kind of draw the codes in the air when I'm channeling. Um, and a lot of people like, for instance, I've had a friend who has done spirit art for a very long time and she just happened to show me uh, she kind of put two and two together a little bit down the road that she was drawing light language symbols um, when we got, you know, she had never heard of it before. And she showed me a piece of her art. And I'm like, that's what it is. You've been doing this this whole time and you didn't even know it. So um, I hope that answered your question. But yeah, it's just basically light frequency that comes in through um, and it's a conversation and it's just a way of communication. I hear some people that start um, becoming interested in light language and they're trying to understand it a little bit better. Um, when light language, when you work with light language, do you know what the translation of it is? Or sometimes you do, sometimes you don't. How does that part of it work? And if you don't know the translation, if you don't know what it means, how can that still help someone or how does that still benefit us? Yeah, so I don't always know. Um, I look at it as being the channeler. If I am working with somebody else, especially if it's a healing session, sometimes I'm not always meant to know. Um, I'm just the medium, you know, that's where that word comes in. And um, the person will know. So if they don't know right away, like their brain, um, you know, as humans, we want to understand and our brains want to dissect everything and we want to know. But what we have to understand is sometimes it's not meant for our ego minds to know. It's our soul that gets the message. So um, that's what I tell people. Um, sometimes I tell people, you know, pay attention to where your body feels or imagery that you get, because I feel like we all have the clairs, you know, we all kind of can but some things are stronger than others I'm, I'm more visual but you may be more um clairaudient where you hear so I just tell people pay attention to what you see you feel you smell you hear when these are going on and sometimes I won't get the exact meaning but you will um and that's happened several times in um in healing sessions that I've done the person gets exactly what they need um, but I may not be aware of it because I'm just the channel. Now, sometimes they will um, show me in my mind what it is, and I will just translate. Sometimes I hear it. Um, so if I'm meant to translate into English for them, then they'll show me. I just have to trust. It's basically just me trusting that they'll let me know what I need yeah. to know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That that definitely makes sense to me because when I think of light language you know I think of it in the form of a frequency and not in the mm -hmm. form of an actual like intellectual language that we understand like you said with like the ego mind I think of it as more of a resonance and so your body mm -hmm. your soul your spirit can receive the message even if your mind cannot conceptualize it right exactly that's exactly it um, and then, um, going a little further with you saying the word soul a lot, um, the way if, if anyone ever wanted to, um, I'm asked a lot, how can I learn this? 
but it's not a learned process. It's almost a, it's a remembrance. It's an allowance. Um, so everybody has their own soul language. Um, it, it's, it's still light language. It's still, it's just a more specific to you. So the way you would start, I know you didn't ask this, but it kind of just, no, it was a natural flow into Yeah, this. go ahead. Absolutely, um, go ahead. <laughs> so um, if someone uh, were to book a session um, with me or somebody else, an activator, um, we would, I would connect you with your soul language. So that just means that this is um, a language that you've picked up from a past life. This may be the life that, you resonated with the most mine let's give an example mine's um lemurian uh which is an earth thing it's not necessarily anything galactic or whatever but um mine's lemurian so it's just maybe when i lived maybe i lived several lemurian lives maybe i just learned my mo most of my lessons there or maybe um that's the life i'm most proud of or i really connected to that place um so when I am, that just means that it's basically like if you, you speak English, but you know, Italian, French, Spanish, you can speak all those other languages too, but your default is English. So you kind of, you know, I know that it's mine because if I'm kind of muttering to myself and light language comes through, that's the language that is just automatically going to come through for me. Um so you may, your soul language may be Arcturian or Pleiadian or um, Atlantean, you know, it can be anything. So it's just basically your kind of default soul language. Um, I mean, light language is your, your default light language is your soul language, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, that does make sense. I like that. So is it easy for you to pick up on these different um, types of language whenever you channel them or whenever you hear them? Can you, is it easy for you to hear the differences or is it just like a knowing, like you just know inside that this is Lumerian or how does that part work? Kind of both of that. Um, when I was first figuring all this out, it was just kind of a knowing um, now I can hear the subtleties in the different dialects. And I've also uh, went through classes where I was activated with those. Um, so my mentor, she'll do, um, and she's not the only person that does this, but she'll do like, say you specifically want to be activated with um, Pleiadian um, light language. She would hold a class and she would, you know, specifically bring through the codes for you to um, be activated with your Pleiadian um, soul language, I mean, uh, light language. So, um, and then I just kind of feel through it and I've, I've done it so much now that I just know the differences in the sounds of the words and the cadence and some are very staccato, some are very, um, sensual like the lyran they're very you know they're very um sensual sounding and then also uh when i'm doing the healings um i have now that's like almost i accept i expect it so certain ones come through like when i'm going through the chakra system certain ones will come through and help me clear or um 
whatever for certain ones, like almost always the Syrians will come through for the throat and angels will almost always come through for the heart. Um, and then I have Orions and dragons that will come through for the lower chakras. So it, it's just almost like I kind of expect it now. Now they have thrown me a few times and certain ones come in when I wasn't expecting it. Um, and a lot of times, sometimes I'll see the being in my, like, I kind of always know which of my guides are going to come through because I know what they, I look, I know what they look like now. Um, and then some of them just give me a feeling. Some of them, um, I just, I can kind of hear them. So it's just different ones do different things. Um, but it's kind of like the way I explain it is, you know, uh, us in the, you know, in the U.S., most of us, we just speak English. So our Southern twangs are going to sound a little different than somebody from from Boston, you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. but it's still English. So if you become um, like if you say you go to my uh, YouTube and you see you hear me say, OK, I'm going to channel the Marian. But then you go to somebody else's YouTube channel and they say, OK, I'm going to I'm going to speak Lemurian. It sounds a little different. That's OK, because my Lemurian or what comes through my mouth as Lemurian might have a bit of a different accent or a different sound to it versus somebody over here. And that's okay. It's just what's coming through and being filtered through me. Um, so that that's pretty much it. It's just whatever kind of, it's my filter. It's coming through me. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that definitely makes sense to me. So when I think, you know, sometimes I've had people say, you know, like, well, if we can't understand light language um if we don't understand what it means sometimes or we don't know what the interpretation is um and we never know you know what is the purpose of it and to me the way that I can kind of explain it is um if you think of like sound bowls or like a form of sound healing Mm -hmm. that still does something to your body you know that frequency that the sound emits even if you don't know exactly what it's doing that Mm -hmm. vibration is still healing things it's activating things it's still doing the work whether you know or not and so for me when I think of light language that's kind of how I like to think of it um would you agree with that is that kind of how you think of light language okay Mm -hmm. awesome yeah because I mean you and also what you need today might not be what you need a month from now you know what I mean or what you needed in your past. So it's kind of, you know, I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> but I guess the healing aspect of it, um, like it may just be that you needed um, a calm that day, you know? So if I speak it to you, like if we had a healing session and I, you know, maybe the goal for that week, like you had a stressful week, it's kind of like I'm going in for a massage or something. You may just, your intention for that week is to go in and have a massage because you just had a hard week and, you know, but then the next, like maybe you, um, you have tired muscles the next time and you're like, okay, can you please concentrate on my calf? 
or something. <laughs> so it's like that. It's like it's 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 you're going to get what you need from it, basically. Um, and you may not understand it, but you're going to benefit from it in some way. Um, whatever mm -hmm. you need the most. So. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, I like that. I like that interpretation um, and that explanation. I have um, a client of mine. We actually. Um, did Reiki courses together and mm -hmm. um, she started um, channeling with her hands and she started doing like in Reiki, she'd never heard of light language. She had never heard of anything like that, but she kept, she was telling the teacher that um, sometimes when she does Reiki, her hands just start doing all of these things. And mm -hmm. so she came to see me um, in a session afterwards. And I told her, I was like, you need to look at light language because Mm -hmm. you are you're you are doing that you are channeling light language through your hands and she looked on YouTube and I, I think she found um some uh different light language um visuals that she could see someone doing it with their hands instead of just speaking and she was like thank you for introducing me to that because I felt insane like she felt like she couldn't control it like she would just start doing it and mm -hmm. she it was had her kind of like embarrassed a little bit because she is also from the South. And so she was like, I don't want to like be giving a massage or doing Reiki to someone and then start doing all this weird stuff with my hands. And I was like, it's not, I was like, your soul is remembering something and you need to figure that out. Right. And it sounds like Reiki was just the beginning for her and it allowed her to go to almost like another plane of existence to where it brought through you know more memories or her body it's almost like a muscle memory it sounds like of hers to bring through the codes and they were able to connect to her um while she was tapping into that reiki energy that's amazing i love that story that's awesome yeah, yeah I, I just felt called to share that and i also like to think back to like my childhood whenever i have like these kind of discussions because i feel like we're it's very easy for our children to access this type, these types of things. And then over time, we start to judge ourselves and restrict ourselves. And then we forget that we can do it. But if you think about as a kid, we're, you know, most kids are always doing stuff with their hands and with their body. And they're just not thinking about it. They're just letting themselves move. And then they do the same thing when they speak, they'll start speaking in, you know, another language. They start making funny sounds and things like that. And then as we get older, yeah. we're like, oh, you shouldn't act that way. You don't need to, you know, you need to behave yourself. You need to sit still. And so we repress that. But I really do think this is something that that we all have access to when you're, when you allow yourself to open up to it. What, what are your thoughts on that? Oh, a hundred percent. I've had so many clients say, you know, now that, you know, I, I resonate with this because I remember as a child, I made, um, I just spoke these words or I made up my own language or I thought I was making it up, but now they realize it was more that they were re remembering and children, you know, they just came from the other side and their memory or their connection, let's say, to the other side and to spirit is fresh and new and they haven't been tainted at all, like you said, been told quite yet, you know, stifle it. But then the more they're here and then they get into that, I guess it is a lower vibration than um, spirit, you know, or, or from the other side. Um, and then they kind of are expected to fall in line and, and forget the, 
what they're told are fantasies or whatever. So yeah, I a hundred percent agree with that. Um, I feel like it's just a, a pure connection when they're children and they just trust it because it's an, an, it's an innate ability for them. And then, um, you know, they live their lives and then they become 30, 40 year olds who are like, wait a minute, I want to go back to that magical time. Or, you know, some people don't wait that long to go back. I did. But, um, and then they learn to kind of, well, they have to kind of unlearn all the stuff that was forced on them and connect back with that inner child. And um, that's always um, beautiful to watch somebody go through that process. It can be hard, but um, it's, I don't know, I think it's needed. I think more people need to do that. Yeah, absolutely. Me and my husband talk about our childhood and things like that all the time. And, you know, he, he remembers before he had, before he got glasses, um, he could see auras around people and he'd be like, mom, they have a pretty color around them and, you know, stuff like that. And he also, um, his, he would make funny sounds and stuff like that. And then his sisters Mm -hmm. would get so annoyed with them because you know how siblings are, you know, they're like, just shut up. You're being so annoying, but (laughs) he's, he's so in tune with that higher vibration um, that I think that if he really wanted to, he could do all kinds of, of neat stuff. Um, But I was just kind of curious if you have a favorite um, energy to channel or to connect to, or uh, a few favorites that you'd like to share and talk about. Oh yeah. Lemurian, of course, because that's my soul language. Um, I, 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 have been con- in fairy that's kind of my second <laughs> default <laughs> I guess those are my two favorite because it's just it feels natural to me and it feels it just feels right um and my main guide when I really um started really digging in and connecting um three or four three years no it's more like four years ago honestly um I connected with her um, and the more I, she just let me see her as she looked human, you know, um, and normal, normal, whatever that is. Um, And the more I evolved with um, learning um, and then connecting with soul language and all that stuff, she kind of morphed and let me see her for who she truly was. And she's a fairy and, um, I guess it's just, I'm just so connected to it. And that's just what makes me really love it. And I love the language and the way it sounds and um, fairies bring in happy, 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 joy, joy. And it's just a fun energy to connect to, especially if you're kind of feeling low and um, they just raise the vibration. That's just all they do. It's just raise the vibration um, all around you. So that's always fun. Um and I have favorites for, it just depends on what I'm doing and what I'm connecting to. Um, I have favorites that I bring through if I'm in the lower chakras and they help me um, kind of see better what they, what is needed and guided me through. So the Orions are always really good with that. Um, it's not my favorite to speak. <laughs> it's very deep and low and guttural and it can kind of sound scary, but um as a matter of fact, the first time I connected to my Orion guide, um, 
I was due, I was um, going to be in a class the next day to become attuned to the Orion dialect. Um, and there is a few planets in the Orion constellation um, that you can connect to, but the one that comes through for me is from Betelgeuse. That's the name of the planet. Um, and it's very, um, they breathe, apparently they breathe, from what I was explained, um, more of a hydrogen mix. So it's hard for them to come through for us. Again, it sounds very deep and breathy, but I love connecting with him because he's he just reminds me of like, I don't know, he's just my guy. I call him my Orion fella. <laughs> that's just, he doesn't have a name. That's his name, my Orion fella. And because um, my light language friends always laugh at me when I say that, but um, but he's just my my guy, my go to guy for the lower, and he he helps me see some things that can be very um, a very sensitive subject for my clients. Like we're in the sacral chakra, so sometimes people who've had um, some trauma, you know, that's that's our sensual our. Um, um, inner child wounding or maybe they've been abused um, in certain ways and that can be very um, hard and that can be very heavy um, and then he uh, you know and then in the root that's where we feel um, stable that's where we feel taken care of and a lot of people who have gone through a lot of trauma in their lives don't feel that so it can be very heavy energy um, and I like connecting with him because he, he just automatically knows what to do. And I just kind of let him kind of take over. So I do like to connect to him. It's just very deep and guttural and it's hard for me, but anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, yeah. I was just, um, curious if you had any favorites because I figured, you know, I figured you would, you know, like you yeah. said, you resonate with certain, certain aspects and certain certain vibrations so it just makes sense so I was curious what yours are um so I have an experience that I just I want to share with you and get your opinion on um see what you feel uh what you feel from it so there there was um I had been hearing about light language um I knew what it was I had an idea of what it was but I didn't feel specifically called to it to work with it or anything like that and then I had a dream and in the dream, it was, there was no lead up to it. I just, poof, was here in this moment. And I could tell that I was laying flat on a hard surface. And I was staring up at what looked like, if I had to compare it to anything, maybe similar to like Metatron's cube a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, but everything was black, except for this outline of shapes. And then the shapes were in a bright green light and it felt like I was hypnotized like I was staring at this at this light right above me and that nothing else around me was there nothing else mattered it was like I was mesmerized and just focused on this light and then it was like I could feel that I was starting to almost wake up from that and as I was starting to wake up, I heard a voice say something about my DNA. I don't know exactly what it said about my DNA. I just heard it say something about 
like it was speaking to someone else and it said her DNA. And then I started to panic a little bit. I, it's like I started to wake up in that dream. I started to wake up and I started to panic a little bit. And then I woke up, woke up. So I felt like that that was a light code that I was staring at. But I wasn't sure if if you had any any idea what that could have possibly been. <laughs> Absolutely. So when you were talking about that, I was hearing that they, um, it was to expand your heart chakra and to help you connect further to your own soul language and bring through your own codes. Um, green, a lot of times will be the heart and people have to understand when, um, when you're first connecting and you're first, um, even get into spirituality as a whole, even take out light language, just period. Um, first basic thing you learn about is the chakra system, of course. And the most of the time when you start to feel like, oh, I could be psychic, whatever, you want to concentrate on that third eye and that crown. That's just automatically what people do. Um, and they forgo all the other ones and they don't realize how the other ones are important. But what people don't understand, like when you're starting to channel and you're starting to do all the things like what you're talking about, it really is coming through the heart space. Not, mm -hmm. I mean, not saying the third eye and the crown aren't important. They are because you're bringing through that energy. The way I view it is you'll have that the light will come through the very top chakra, um, is it the galactic and come down through and it comes out the heart space. Okay. So that's what they were doing. I think they were expanding. It's, it feels like they were trying to expand your heart space to help you bring through these codes. But yeah, no, I have, uh, what you were seeing was light codes. Um, it's like sacred geometry um, mm -hmm. is kind of what it looks like. Um, I've seen it with my, like you saw it in a dream right in front of your face. I've seen it when I got up to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night, it was right in front of my face with my eyeballs. Like I saw it. Um, mine were orange actually. So I was in the midst of doing inner child work. So it made so much sense. Um, mm -hmm. So I feel like that they were trying to help you expand and um, your DNA. I have um, heard them do kind of like, Oh, okay. I'm hearing upgrades. Okay. Like you were getting like upgrades to your DNA, which helps you on this spiritual journey with more connection and more understanding. And um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, like in your ascension, I guess. Okay. And you're um, stepping it up into, an, you know, the next because I feel like that's what we're doing, period. We're trying to um, awaken as many people as we can and help us as humanity to ascend to the next density. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that was kind of like your, you've probably had, ex this is probably not your first experience. It's just probably your first one you remember. Mm -hmm. And the fact that they're allowing you to remember, it's like, it's, it's, it's because you are um, ascending. So this is probably not the first one. This is probably, because usually they have me end with the heart. So this is probably 
your last one no maybe not last but like the big one I guess I should say and that's mm-hmm. why you remember it so yeah yeah did you feel yeah. different after yeah I definitely did I felt a lot different I've continued to see a lot of progression um in my own um energetic body in my own um in my own healing for sure and everything that you said, um, I definitely resonate with. I definitely felt like um, it was something that I had de- experienced before. I just, like you said, I didn't remember the experience, but it it felt like it was repetitive. It felt like it was something that they were used to doing. Um, like yeah. they were very familiar with me. They were very familiar with with my body and with my DNA and whatever they were doing. And mm-hmm. I also felt like it was kind of, it, like you said, it was like an upgrade. They were working to upgrade my, like my energy so that I could mm-hmm. heal more and I could hold more space for myself and for others. So yeah, I definitely resonate with that. I was curious what, what your thoughts would be. So that kind of just helps again with my validation of how I was interpreting it. Oh, that's just beautiful. That's so cool that you you were allowed to keep that memory um because that's what it is it wasn't I would the way I look at it is it wasn't a dream it was a memory um did you um were you did you happen to see any people anybody just or or did you just see the symbols it was just the symbol that I saw everything Mm -hmm. else was completely black around me got it yeah and and it's you weren't meant to see all the other stuff. That was all you were meant to see. So yeah, that's beautiful. I love that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it was definitely a neat experience. I was glad that I got to to keep it. And it just, you know, it it definitely did not feel like I was dreaming. Like it felt very very real. Like mm-hmm. I woke up and was shook a little bit. Like what just happened? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because I feel like when we're asleep, we're our bodies, our meat suits are asleep, but our soul is, you know, all over the place. So you were just probably asked to come to this place. Are you probably just always, you know, that's probably just maybe like your healing place that you go on the other side or, I mean, who knows? You may have been on a craft somewhere. <laughs> I don't know. It <laughs> depends on who it was. But uh, whatever it was, it was healing and it helped you and it's beautiful. (laughs) Mm, Yeah, it was. It was a really neat experience. Um, So um, I would like for you to talk a little bit about your current offerings and what you're doing right now to help others on their spiritual journey, on their healing. And um, yeah, just share kind of how you work with with clients and um, how you help them progress. Sure. Um, well, uh, one of my offerings actually, it's called the spiritual guidance session. Um, it's maybe like a 45 minute session. I usually go over, but it's, I think it's like $44 or something, but it's basically where you, um, in this session, you could ask as many questions as you want. It's just more a specific tailored to you. It's not a healing session. It's just basically let's talk let's answer questions. Let's um, just connect. And sometimes people want to do that because they don't have anybody else that they can ask questions of or even connect to because all their friends 
aren't into this. No fam family members think they're crazy or whatever. And they just want to talk to somebody and um, have it just out in the open and, and they won't reference it. You know, where do I go now? What books do you recommend? And it, it's just basically a conversation about what you're going through. So there, that is one offering. I offer that as in a one session or there's a package deal. I think it's like uh, six of them over and you could t you could do them as you know often or as um spread out as you want to it's up to you um so i have that and then i also offer tarot readings i read um i, I read intuitively and i have that um through zoom uh, most of my stuff is through zoom on my website i do local stuff too if anybody out there is in north carolina um, i work at a metaphysical shop and um if you're interested in doing these things face to face i do have a place for that um but i also i'm trying to remember because i just changed everything around um i have um my favorite sessions are the healing sessions i offer crystal healing light language healing um, and then there's also one that I call eclectic healing. Most people choose that one. They always, almost always turn into a light language healing, but I kind of let spirit guide me. Sometimes um, they'll have me pull a few cards to kind of get the ball rolling and they'll come in. And sometimes it's, um, I don't know, grandma might come through or your guide might come through. I, I, I try not I, I try not to define it too much, that reading. I just kind of, or it's not even really reading. It's like a healing reading combo. And then um, I do, um, oh, there's one that if you're just not sure and you kind of want to dip your toe into it, um, it's just a quick little, we won't meet up. I do a private YouTube video for, for you. It's like a 10, 15 minute video. Um, and uh, I send you a link to it. And it's just basically channeled message from your guides in light language. And I try to give you um, as much English as I can um, in that video. But sometimes it's just basically you just need to hear it. And um, then you just watch as many times as you need. Let's see. Um, oh, and then the big one is the light language activation. So that would be for people who are very curious, like somebody like you, you're, you're curious, you kind of already know what's going on with you. So you might want it you might would want to take the next step into connecting to your soul language. So it's a soul language activation. And that's usually consists of uh, the first, it's like an hour and a half. Um, I like to a lot. Sometimes it doesn't take that long, but um, we go through and they have me clear out energies for you. So it would be like a healing session. And then we would go into the um, actually speaking light language. I've had a few people who never actually speak it in front of me. And then they message me later and say, you know, I took a shower that night and it just flowed out of me. Like, so it's kind of on your own time or with, you know, sometimes people just break right out with it. Some people never speak it. They more, they write it. It comes out through writing. So um and then the very last thing is um, a cleansing. I offer a house cleansing. Um, that could be more for local, but I can do it um, through Zoom as well. Um, so those are my offerings. And um, 
Yeah. Yeah, that sounds super <laughs> exciting and awesome. And if anybody is interested in learning more about light language or, or working with Carrie and, and allowing her to activate your own soul language or anything like that, make sure that you go and you check her out. Your website, um, it's junipermoonholistic.com. Is that correct? Yes, that's correct. Yep. Yeah. So, and I'll put the links in the description of the episode so you guys can go and check her out and work mm -hmm. with her. And it's been so great having you on the show. Thank yeah. you for coming on and sharing all of the knowledge that you have gained about light language and this beautiful modality, this beautiful form of healing. I think that it's going to definitely resonate with so many people. And I'm excited to help share, share this, um, share this message with others. Yes. Thank you so much for having me, Megan. It's been a pleasure and um, I'm honored that um, you had me on your show and I, I love talking about light language and I love spreading what it is so people don't feel so isolated in their um, spiritual journeys if this happens to come through for them and they're not sure what's going on. So thank you so much. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with someone you love. And it would mean so much to me if you could rate, review, and subscribe so that the podcast can reach and assist more people. Until next time, I'm sending you so much love. <laughs>